That's actually, we're spinning off a new pod, and that's what it's going to be called, Sex, Tech, and White Claw. Um, Starring my Woods. <laughs> this is very off-brand for me in general, but maybe not anymore. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Human Element Cares Podcast on Modern Marketing. We are incredibly excited to do the CES wrap-up show. I am joined by some of my very favorites, which I'm trying to decide. You say that every time, don't you? I do. To every person, though. You know, Lou. I'm just saying. I'm calling it it what it is. I like more than one person. Largesse, you appear on this show, and then you give me a hard time. I'm, I'm deeply offended. I'm convinced that you bring him on the show just so you can give me a hard time. Uh, actually, that's, yes. <laughs> that is 101% of why you're on, yeah. So we have Mike Liu. Say hi. Hi, guys. And we have Haley. Hi, Haley. This hi. is a- episode 800. 723. Welcome. And then my favorite, the somewhat reluctant <laughs> co-host, Chelsea. Hi, everyone. <laughs> it's just oh. a classic now. That is your like your hi, T-shirt, everyone. and when hi, we everyone. do swag yeah. for all of our characters, <laughs> your T-shirt will say "Hi, everyone." Mm-hmm. And of course, the wonderful Jason in the corner, pew, pew. who's playing games on his phone. <laughs> all right, so what we want to do is kind of round the table on what we saw at CES this week and what kind of made an impression. Let's throw it out there to start. What kind of struck us? So I was fortunately able to attend the Quibi keynote address this morning Mm. with uh, both founders in attendance as well as some of the talent and directors. And they actually demonstrated not only some of the new ad formats from Pepsi, but they also showed actually some of the shows. And it is really, it really blew my mind actually, because normally when you would see, you know, someone texting on a show and there's like the word bubbles that come up next to, you know, an actor actually texting. In this example that they showed, when you flip the screen from horizontal to vertical, it actually transforms into the actor's phone. So it looks like everything that's going on on their phone. And then you flip it back horizontal and it it goes to kind of the camera angle of them texting. Interesting. So it, it's just really playing with this new format. In so a it's like POV way. based yes. in one way and then sort of the yes. set camera. In this specific example. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was really just demonstrating the huh. power of the format and how they're really looking at using it in a creative way. So it went to him, this actor in this example, actually picking a song and then going back to him in the car and then flipping it back. And mm. it was him on his Instagram, kind of going through Instagram stories and then going back. So the way that's integrating social and music and text is really really, really interesting. And I'm very excited for this kind of new format and what they're doing with it. So what is their kind of timing and rollout? And so they're going to be launching in April. Yeah. And also in this, it was a big announcement. They are bundling with T-Mobile. So they're 63 odd some million users will be able to get access to Quibi. So not only will it be an additional service that will keep people tied to T-Mobile, but it also gives them a lot of initial users similar to what Disney did when they launched. What's the pricing? Two different price points, one ad free at I think it's $8.99. Don't quote me on these. And then another that is ad supported that's around I think $4.99-ish. Oh, great. So you still get to pay four bucks. You still to get, get your ads. to play a few ads. Exactly. <laughs> Fantastic. Double the money, double the fun. Lovely. Quibi. Did they have a root origin in the name? Yes. It stands for Quick Bites. 
So they design all of the content to be between two and 10 minutes, and it's meant to be consumed like chapters in a book. It was actually inspired by Dan Brown and how he wrote The Da Vinci Code, oh, where right. it's like 150 day. chapters, and you don't really feel bad kind of leaving at the end of a chapter. Hmm. You can either watch a bunch at the same time, or you can kind of dip in and out, and it's designed to consume content in those on-the-go moments where you may only have a few minutes where you wouldn't want to like kick up a Netflix episode, and it's meant to steal share from social media, actually. So instead of mindlessly yeah. scrolling on Instagram, you would actually just watch really premium, high-quality content so this that's is a few minutes long. Instagram, Snap, and kind of maybe even a little bit YouTube aimed. Yeah, I'll yeah. be very interested to see who they end up stealing share of attention from. That's super interesting. I like that. Yeah, it was a good morning for me. All right. Uh, Lou, top that. Uh, I had a white claw for the first time. <laughs> Today I got to go to the floor for the first time yeah. in a couple of years, actually. And so it was really exciting to see where things have evolved. CS will always be CS and the craziness that it is. But we're on a wired floor tour today and we saw a lot of health tech. And a lot of the technology that's emerging from this space is democratizing healthcare. And I think one of the key points that we heard was that we're at a point right now where I think the population is aging so quickly that we won't actually have enough caretakers to be able to fulfill all the needs from people. Sure. And so there's technology being developed to help with that. So whether it's smart belts that know your blood pressure as well as like if you're wavering, if you're stampering, if you're doing anything like that to optometrists in a box where if you just look through a box, it'll tell your eye prescription, anything like eye health, to DNA swabs, to visually impairment. So there's AI powered cameras that you can put on any glasses, pair of glasses, and it pretty much will read Anything on a page for you will recognize your face and it will tell me, if I'm blind, it will tell me it's you. It will tell me all the words on this page. And it's just really fascinating how quickly this technology is going to be helping a big segment of people who aren't getting much care right now. That's very cool. Yeah. So healthcare was a big, big theme for this year, above all, versus many years ago. But it's just really good to see tech for good. And I think that's one of the themes that Haley and I were thinking about when we were doing our research beforehand, is that whether it's from sustainability to just helping people in need, tech is really showing out. And it's like, like why buy this smart toilet for X thousands of dollars that will light up and will close a seat for you versus like, you know, having something that will help the blind read. Yeah, I think what we've noticed this year is that type of technology is becoming so much more practical, so much more useful, as well as more inexpensive. So it's actually practical, which is great. What do you think brands should be doing about that? Like the clients that we have on the ground now, how would they be taking away that and putting that into their day-to-day? -day? Well, I think PNG is a great example. So they actually had a, probably their largest premiere of new technology ever at CES. It was a really big deal for them. They had things ranging from smart diapers to, which I personally would love as a mom of can, a child who's still in diapers. question what a smart diaper is? Yeah, I, I don't know. Okay. You can ask. So you, just you can ask, but I don't know if you'll get an answer. Right, okay. I just, that, the, 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 I was like, I'm guessing it gives you some kind of alert on your phone. Like it's like, if ding, it's, yeah. Yeah. Full change. Yeah. Right. We just had Morning Brew on the pod too, and they said that Charmin has a robot now that delivers yeah. toilet paper to you. PG also announced their smart toothbrush, which it'll kind of 
help you brush better. Again, like very practical. So it's There's not a bunch changing of those, the right? world, but yeah, this one is a little bit more advanced though. So okay. it's able to tell you like pressure, if like you may need to focus on one specific area more than another. Sure. I think a lot of the people we talked to didn't get to the show floor yet or are not going at all. Most of the people that we had cared more about the conversations they can have with other experts mm. that they usually can't, which is surprising to me because a lot of people are in the same location anyways. But I do find that when you're out of the office and you're out of a location and you're in this one central area, you kind of are forced to have those conversations instead of looking at your emails. You kind of just forget the rest of the world a little bit. A lot of the people we had were just super inspired by everything and just wanted to talk. And I think it's the one time that people are pretty transparent about what tech is. I mean, I'm really proud of the conversations we had. I, I thought Debbie Weinstein today from Google was really interesting. She runs a YouTube operation and her frankly her openness on brand safety was really refreshing right that she was you know open about how long of a challenge it has been and how hard they've worked on it and where they've progressed and how it's you know not 100% solution but that there is no 100% solution i thought she did a really nice job with that billy whitehouse who's the ceo of wearable x she was incredibly dynamic and really a a designer's soul and it was fantastic to just sort of listen to her passion for the craft of trying to solve problems in and around the human form. And that was really cool. That was probably my favorite. It's interesting you mentioned that because one thing that we've noticed as well is a kind of renewed passion for CX. Yeah. So really putting the user at the heart of everything that we're trying to design and solve for. That's again, something new that I haven't really heard of as much in the past. Yeah, for sure. Did anything surprise you? Was there a shock anywhere? One thing that surprised me was just like the TV conversation. I feel like everyone's just kind of over it. They're like, 8K, sweet. No one can afford 4K still. And no one's making content for 4K. So like this is just impractical. And I think more people were open about how impractical some of the things that were introduced were, yep. where I think people would have gotten excited about it in the past or be like, oh, that's cool. Even the new Samsung TV, which pivots when you press a button that moves from horizontal to vertical. It's kind of like there used to be a bit of a wow factor. And now everyone's just kind of over that. And the things that people are like, wow, that's cool. Like Segway's new wheelchair. It's like, that's amazing. That's cool. Like that's going to really help people. Let's do more of that. Let's, you know, invest in that sort of innovation. Yeah. I think like 99% of the things we'll see on the floor won't like 23 people that will buy it. But I think it's just the 1%, you know, the things that we find interesting, which is the Segway wheelchair that are helping people, the sustainability efforts from technology and things like that. I was surprised that I didn't see much more 5G stuff out there because I think when I hit the floor, I saw the AT&T booth was the main one that mentioned 5G, whereas last year our tour was with Wired and they were just saying that like last year 5G was just on every single booth. This year it wasn't. Yeah, You know, they're they're quite absent. I think that's just because they're getting to the reality of, okay, we showed you the vision, but we actually can't re be doing it yet. Right. It's like where can you have it and when and yeah. exactly. Yeah. So it actually came up in the Quibi keynote because they brought on the new CEO of T-Mobile and he was talking about one of the reasons why they wanted to partner was because they're so heavily invested in 5G and their rollout plan is really about bringing it to everyone and not just in pockets. And mm -hmm. he was kind of like digging a little bit or a lot of it at competition. So it's definitely coming up but more of paired with kind of services and specifically video streaming and mm -hmm. how, you know, they're looking to partner together more in the future. Yeah. Another thing that surprised me was that last year, transparency and privacy was such a big topic. 
And actually in our presentation, when we kicked off the week was we were going to see a lot of privacy enabled things, but also we saw a lot of things on the floor that didn't even account for that. Like the swab DNA thing. There's a lot of products that are being built and developed that are just saying, give me your data, give me your DNA, give me all of this stuff about you. And people are still willing to do that if they have some sort of convenience. And so we thought that there'd be so much less of that, very much less of that type of thing. But we actually still saw it on the floor because we're humans that are our habits of convenience and we're going to sure. pick something and give away our data. Well, I, we talked about this when the whole Russian age app thing happened. Mm-hmm. You Did know, you do it? No. If that was, you know, test number one for the greater population of... We failed. Yeah. And, and, Did you and, do it, Mike? I did not. I, I didn't did. do it. Oh, my Chelsea. face is in Russia somewhere. <laughs> my face is. Be- I'm selling something. If there's right only here, three right out of the four of us that are here next year. You know why? Yes. Yeah. That's because Chelsea's got her own TV <laughs> show in Moscow. <laughs> so let's jump ahead. Actually, last thoughts on CES. Any parting thoughts for the future? Like, oh, hey, I'm going to try to keep this in mind, or oh, hey, this is something I want to talk to clients about, or yeah, I think the big thing that you know we thought about was again t- CES 2020 was not a year that we expected the future to be realized. Mm. And when you walk the floor, we we kind of preface that, look, you're not going to see too many things that's going to shock you. And we don't think that's going to happen until 2023, 2024, when 5G and AI are really going to be in rotation and really going to be advancing that quickly. That's going to unlock the next wave of technology. And those are the things that we don't even know that's going to happen yet. And so mm. when AI and 5G really do come into fuller realization, that's when you'll see things on the floor that we would have not thought about. But right now, we're still talking about AI talking about AR, VR, smart cars, smart cities, autonomous cars, flying vehicles. But the next probably four to five years, that's when we'll start to see things that are mind-blowing. The other thing that I really liked about this year is that it seems like clients are really interested more so instead of meeting with kind of the big tech companies that we normally meet with at CES, they're much more open and excited and willing to take meetings with smaller startups that could be doing something really different to have that test and learn mentality. So I think that's been a big pivot. We see more and more clients. We have more and more meetings. Mike and I were in tons of these meetings. That's why we're so tired right now. So yeah, I think that's really exciting that there seems to be a big shift there. So Chels, why don't you do the lightning round? All right. This is going to be actually lightning for real. So get ready. Favorite experience at CES? The floor tour. I don't know if that's a cop out answer, but oh, no, it was no. Who? What tour? The Wired one. Okay. Tech mm-hmm. West. Wired. Went to Eureka Park. I heard Tech West was better. Yeah, mm-hmm. it always is. Most interesting fact you have learned? Oh, I have one. In 2016, people consumed on average six minutes of video on their mobile phones. In 2019, that went up to 80 minutes of video consumed on their phones. Yeah, is it that a per day per, per day. week? 80 minutes a day? Mm-hmm. Yeah, on that's average. insane. Yeah. Okay. All right, you win that one. Best swag you received at CES? I didn't receive any swag. The only thing I received was a bath bomb from Pandora. Nice. That is a strange yeah. swag? Bath bomb. Or no? I mean, I like, are, I'm excited. Wait, what's a bath bomb? Yeah, They're like those go. little balls that kind of dissolve in a fun way when you take a bath. Okay. Most interesting person or company you met, not Quibi. Triple Lift, learning about their product that they're creating regarding post-production ad insertion and the different formats. There are some companies that do this today, but the way that they're thinking about it is is really different in advance. So that was fun to learn about. Network, it's a mobile app. It's sort of donned as the QVC for the younger generation. Oh. Weirdest thing you saw on the show floor? 
weirdest but kind of cool because I actually would definitely use this. It's a laser that tracks mosquitoes and then shoots a laser at their wings. And so you'll be just watching mosquitoes fly out the air because this laser is tracking them and they're <laughs> going to be shooting them out the air. That's cool. I'm very allergic to mosquitoes. My bug bites. My bug mm-hmm. bites. I don't die, but my bug bites get <laughs> super huge. Do you bruise? Seriously? Yeah, bruise. Yeah. Oh wow. Do we have any of the lightning round left, or have we dragged? Can we get a no, better? Can we add better questions? Kitty robots. Kitty robots. Oh, kitty robots okay. that kitty clap robots. for you and toilets that speak. What do they speak? Any language you whatever like. whatever you want. Yeah. You yeah. ask it a question. Konnichiwa. So they is it like? Too. Is it like an assistant, but in the toilet? <laughs> <laughs> it really is. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if it's From practical. The well, they say you know, they say they see? say that the bathroom is the last frontier for tech, and so that's what it's tra- the last frontier for a lot of things. <laughs> <laughs> we reverted to bathroom. Uh, yeah, literally, it's yeah. the Stern Show yeah. today. That's what uh, we managed to accomplish. All right, anything left on the lightning round? What excites you most about 2020? Honestly, I'm very excited for our new leadership at Kara and our our vision. I think there'll be a lot of exciting changes happening in 2020. So I'm just really excited for the agency and everything that's to come. 2020 will be a good year for tech, even though we just said that a lot of new things aren't going to really shock us. But it's honestly just going to be a a big year for the things that we've been anticipating to actually be applicable at scale and roll out at scale. Exactly. So this is going to be a really good year for us as consumers to really look at how technology is going to invade our lives for good, though. Anything personal that's going to be like exciting this year, Mike? Mike hung out with Paris Hilton last night. Oh, we yeah, forgot to talk about that. All right, let's do two minutes yeah, on Paris Hilton. Two minutes. I'm a little All jealous. Right, do and you got 20 a seconds. Wait, did you guys like hang, hang? No, it's or did you like, just ask for a selfie? No, I asked her questions. We we're at the Spotify supper, and Ludacris was about to play. And I love Ludacris, and actually, I was one of my favorite artists. And so he was in mid concert, and I turned around, and I'm like, oh my god. Is that Paris Hilton? So I looked around and I looked, turned around and I said, why are you here? <laughs> and she said, see, yes, baby. And then... Uh, <laughs> the shimmy is what... I just wanted, Nicole Richie? I just want to describe the shimmy for the audience. There was a shimmy that accompanied that, see, yes, baby. <laughs> Thank you. And I said, yeah, but why? Are you launching a new technology? And she said, yeah, multiple. I've got a bunch of technological startups. And I said... Oh, which which ones? And she said, they're on the beauty sector. I said, oh, that makes sense. Congratulations. She said, thanks, babe. I said, you're welcome. Let's get a picture. And then we took a picture and that's it. All right. I can't thank you enough. Thanks so much. Safe travel home. It was lovely to see you guys out here. It's always good to get us out of the office environment. We'll be uh, wrapping up this in our wrap-up report. So what so happens in rap. Vegas will not stay in Vegas when it comes to our trends. Nice. That was good. Nice. And I tell you what, in the trends report, Paris Hilton selfie. All right. You have survived, barely. Uh, Another human element. Please find us anywhere you find your pods. Give us a like, subscribe, share it with your grandmother or your kids. Your neighbors. Your neighbors. And we'll be back out to you really soon. Thanks so much. Bye-bye.